Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. I think that's how many players this team had in the IR at the end of the year. We'll do <laughs> 32 we'll do out of 30. Ravens. We'll do Ravens right now. Three, two, one, countdown. Welcome to The Deep Dive. Bow time. Baltimore Ravens. Uh, this is an interesting one because the it's taken me a long time to kind of get here in terms of my personal opinion. And there were a lot, a lot of times this season where markets went up for the Ravens. Prices looked bettable. The narrative, you knew the money was coming. You knew that this team was going to get bet because of the injury narrative because of the um you know particularly because of the lamar jackson injury uh, specifically because of how solid they were record-wise when the injuries really bit them last year and then just in general because people have been expecting that it's time for baltimore to make a little bit of a run Um, you know can i go let's jump right to betting plan of attack sure my betting plan of attack was to even at a worse number because I missed the best of it because I don't want to bet on this team. Maybe in the current state, I said, uh, once they trade for a wide receiver, I'll, I'll probably just put some money on them. You traded the <laughs> wide receiver. Away. I said, surely. <laughs> I said, well, no, I mean, even during this preseason, I'm like, yeah. surely, surely this is the wide receiver room. We're going to go into the, so hot take number two quarterback wise, I'm throwing my drew Dinzik tinfoil hat on. I'm jumping over all over the board here. Like this is the stupidest thing I'm going to say on any of these. And that actually is quite the achievement <laughs> in, in my mind. It's, it's like, if I didn't know better, they are out on Lamar in this front office. Cause it is, again, we've had a turnover from hall of famer and absolute, you know, wonderful uh, GM run to DaCosta. And it's some of the cut is cut from the same cloth, same tree, whatnot. But like, is he out on Lamar? Is he just going to say we're not getting him any help at receiver? And you kind of you didn't have to take that trade, but man, they they got a good price for Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown is not worth what they got him for, what they got in that trade. Like if somebody offers you that, you take it, but then you take it and flip it. And end up with, you know, somebody else on your team to help out at wide receiver. And that's where, you know, they had 11 draft picks. They didn't, they ended up using all of them. And anyone who knows how that went knows how many wide receivers they took. (laughs) Because it was none. And again, I just don't understand. It feels very Bears-esque. Whereas, yeah, Justin Fields hasn't done shit for anybody yet. He hasn't. He's had two like flash plays that were great. That run for the touchdown yeah. was amazing. That's his highlight. We're talking about a person who's won the league MVP, who was wildly, you know, out in, out in his own little, you know, place here is this yeah. crazy, crazy talent as a quarterback who can run and run, you know, he's better than Mike Vick at this point. Yeah, most he's dynamic himself. athlete in the NFL. He's he the, has yeah, the ball it's, in his it's wild. And they were just they're just trading him like, and then yeah, somebody brings that up, and then he's his own agent. So it's a mess. Like, I feel like, are, are you just 
purposely doing this? Why would why would this be your plan? So we'll, we'll come back great, to that. This is, no, this is, let's let's uh no let's let's continue down this path. Um, the well, Baltimore Ravens. Let me, generally, let's not even talk about twenty twenty one. Everyone got hurt. Let's just, well, let's. 15, I want to talk. Yeah, no, 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 I want to. I want to. The corners got hurt. All the running backs. Everybody. Lamar Jackson missed. I actually no. I actually I wanted. I do want to talk about twenty twenty one in a little more detail. But let's go even bigger picture and look at like the the Harbaugh era. The Ravens have been a perennial success. They're, you know, competing for a divisional championship, competing for a playoff berth is expected in Baltimore. They haven't had a losing season in quite a while. This was, and they went to overtime. They almost had a winning season. But like Oregon is, and 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 there's been turnover at the top in terms of general Mm -hmm. manager. But the philosophical bones of the Ravens seem to be permanently effed by the Joe Flacco experience. They were a team that was, we are going to invest draft capital and dollars on the defense, on the defense, on the defense. Flacco takes them on a fluky Super Bowl run. They give Flacco the bag that hampered them then for four or five, four years where you know, they could not build a team around Flacco because he didn't deserve the price tag they gave him. And then once they were rid of Flacco, like the entire Lamar Jackson era has been, we're going to dedicate 60 to 80% of our dollars to the defensive side of the ball, which is way lopsided and feels completely out of touch with where we are in the modern NFL, right? Like the yeah, look, and, and, yeah, I thought like of the, I thought about that a little. Anyone on the offense? Because yeah, Flacco Flacco had, and I, I will stick my, I'll stick to this. Sure. The way Evan McPherson had the greatest postseason I've ever seen from a kicker. Flacco had the greatest postseason I've ever seen from a quarterback. If you take the sum of all the games he played, Quarter, like, oh yeah, especially Quarter. especially if you if you start to put it to their baseline of like, this is what this guy is. And this is what he did for this stretch of three or four games. Like Flacco was perfect. It was again, that was another one where it's like, how is this happening? How the is two this e- beating, the two Eli Manning this, Super Bowl runs this? are in the conversation. The Nick Foles Super Bowl run is in the conversation as well. Yeah. But Eli, Eli was, Eli was a better quarterback than Joe Flacco. I agree. Like Joe, like the, the, I'm saying, yeah, those teams maybe weren't as good, but the Joe, what Joe Flacco did was so unsustainable. And then, yeah, they paid him anyway. I thought maybe that would paint this, but man, you can't say how oh, we paid this, you know, pocket passer from Delaware a decade ago. And that's why we shouldn't pay the greatest athlete in the league. Which it's a weird organ. Well, why like, forget about paying whether you forget about getting the contract for Lamar done before the season, one way or the other, like just, all of the pieces on offense where is any of the money being spent yeah it that's like the that's the weird thing it's it's so much of the um you know the dedication of capital has gone to the defensive side of the ball that uh it's uh, that's obviously their vision there is like we're going to spend on defense get known quantities go get free agents have you know bona fide guys that we know are good particularly you know they because the defense is is absolutely loaded and you know these are these are these are vets that command big time dollars in justin houston and Kalei campbell and you know uh marlon humphrey and marcus peters and marcus williams now like they're they are spending on the defense and they are not 
on the offense. And I don't even know if it says, I don't know that it says much about how they feel about Flacco as much as it is just weirdly the, their vision, but I don't agree with it. I think it's absolutely stupid to operate this way in 2022. And I think that the point you made about not trading for a wide receiver is ultimately lowers the ceiling for this group, you know, this, this team tremendously. And, you know, it's like, so going back to like knowing that the market was going to, I say knowing, like it was a very fair assumption. Feeling very, 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 very very fair assumption that the market was going to play over. Ravens win total. The market was going to play Ravens to win this, the AFC North. North. Like, and then the Deshaun Watson suspension swirling, and like that that price continues to get caved. The Ravens always try are super tryhards in the preseason and win football games, and that convinces people even more to get Ravens. You know, like it was only going to go one way. All of those prices were going to go one way, and yet I didn't bet anything. I still can't do it. And it's just, just like we talked about, we're like, Hey, Cincinnati has holes, but the passing game is what wins games nowadays. And that's not where they have holes at. And that, that, that's the biggest problem I had. Why I'm not, I'm not like anti Ravens. I have the Ravens and Bengals, honestly identical, which is crazy because they're going to get there in super different ways. (laughs) And you know, the, you know, this is a team that, they and let's let's go back. We didn't do twenty twenty one a good service, but you lost three running backs in between, like the preseason and right away. Was it all three before the season even started? Your top three running backs still go out and rush for like what twenty five hundred yards as a team. Like it it didn't matter who it was. It was the scheme and it was Lamar and the pieces they put in place between the offensive line, despite another big injury losing, starting all pro left tackle. I mean, that's, that's gotta hurt the running game. No, plug plug in whoever goes, go sign, go sign Le'Veon Bell for a few games, go bring in whoever. And you're still just going to be this team that trucks for however many yards game being one of the best rushing offenses in the league. I don't know. And that's where I wonder where you're, where, if you're right where they're at, it's like, are we just leaning into running and defense in 2022? And I'm still at a spot where this defense is talented enough and a healthy Lamar still ends up going over this win total and is absolutely in contention to be going back and forth with Cincinnati for this division. It's a super, super weird roster construction that I hate, but I can't poke enough holes in (laughs) uh, an experienced coaching staff uh, a former MVP, a run scheme and a defense to say, well, this team's probably going to lose because, and this is another spot where it's like, they don't have the first place schedule. They have some tough games on here. And obviously since he's in their division, that's not an easy out with what we just talked about, but like that, I'm, I'm fine with this team being pretty similar to that. And yeah, like I said, it was 19 players on the IR at the end of the season. That was, you know, leading the league. And uh, the defense as well. They lost both of their starting corners at certain points. Lamar missed the end of the year, the last four games, and they still could have made the playoffs heading into the last couple weeks there. Crazy. They still had a winning season within their grasp. It was a very, uh, again, the results were, if you sit and think about this in your years from now and you're thinking about the team in Baltimore that lost all those games, 
for some reason you're just like, ah, that was like a six win team, right? No, man, they almost had a winning record. Same thing with Cincy. Like, remember that Cincy team gotta, that went to the Super Bowl? Like, I man, got, they we got to correct the record, games. man. We got to correct the record. The Ravens were overrated by the market all through that winning stretch. They oh, were against, overrated. Like against the spread. Yeah, they weren't, a, they weren't a bet on team. They there were, was no reason that, to ever bet on this team. Lucky ass win against Detroit. Lucky come from behind win against Indianapolis. That the Indianapolis game, by the way, if you want to go back and rewatch it, that was the sort of game where you're like, Pay Lamar, what are you fucking thinking? Yeah. Um, but like it, you know, they 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 had some very lucky wins until, like, I guess. Okay, so before Lamar got hurt, all of their wins were close. Like they that, were all close. I they mean, Drew, very, Drew, very, very, very close. Drew, and well, I mean, well, listen to what you're saying though. This is a yeah. team that's predicated on defense. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Running it's, the ball. Oh, weird. They were in. Weird. They were in this positions to kick game-winning field goals, yeah. and and you're not making comebacks down thirty. You know, it's because yeah. you're a defensive team that runs the ball. So, yeah, like they. They yeah. did have luck on their side in winning some of those close games. They weren't. They Very weren't much. probably an eight-win team. I'm guessing their, I'm guessing their uh, Pythag was a little lower than that. Probably not because none of the. It's not like they got blown out a lot. It was, it was a very hard team to reckon with as far as a power ranking for the season. And I mean, you're right. Like beating someone on a 66-yard field goal isn't sustainable. But I'm probably still going to give them some benefit of the doubt because the whole TAM team was injured. So what are you going to, what are you going to say? Like this team was lucky and they shouldn't have been that good. Like who knows, who knows how good they should have yeah, been. Yeah. But a, a lot of people want to put those two together, which is that like they had all these injuries and they still were first in the, you know, uh, but, AFC, but can't uh, they, they, yeah. they still played close games with a ton of teams Whereas a lot of teams, if you lose both your starting corners, your left tackle, and all your running backs, Territory. there's a lot of teams yeah. that are just well, they have, I mean, shit house. And they did good... get they got shit house by Cincy. Um, they have good leadership. Uh, but I'm trying to think of like you know, and then late in the season, I'm not going to count like the Cincy game where you didn't have Lamar. But even you know, even late in the year, a Pittsburgh team that needed to win to get into the playoffs took them to overtime with backups all over. Them. I mean, that was a that was an absolute preseason squad they put out there. Uh, it's just, yeah, it was, it was a strange, it's strange to try to mesh those two things for okay. sure. I think there's learned, no perfect way to do that. You learned that Harbaugh still has his fastball. He still knows how to keep a team together. He, you know, his, some of his decision-making got them those hard fought wins surely. And I think you, you know, I mean, I think you learned enough about Lamar that you should have invested in him more than you did. Um, which brings us to paying him. I think, I think, you know, if you want to pick apart aspects of his game, that is fine. But there is no denying that he commands more gravity, more attention from the defense, and is the most dynamic athlete in the NFL as of this moment. And I think the fact that you can capitalize on, you know, that you have that player and you got him effectively at a discount where you drafted him, is you know credit to your organization doing things an intelligent way and i think you reward a player like that uh and you build around him more so than they have and i don't like what they're doing and i think they should have uh you know pulled the trigger and given him the extension a long time ago and i 
don't understand any of the reporting or any of the discussion around this at all. Like it doesn't make sense to me. I don't think anyone really knows what's going on. And you brought it up that he's his own agent. And that's probably the major issue here. Cause like they, you know, the Lamar himself negotiating for himself, but also preparing to be a quarterback is that's, he's got two jobs and he's doing one really well and he's not doing the other at all. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, he needs rep guy needs representation. Um, and I think at the end of the season, successful or not successful, they're going to come to some agreement and keep him there for the long term. Um, and if they don't, I mean, good God, uh, we might have two years in a row where, you know, a, a clear top 10 quarterback switches teams after Watson did last year. Lamar could go somewhere next year and it would, you know, jumpstart a franchise from afterthought to contender immediately. But I don't think the Baltimore Ravens are really willing to let Lamar walk out the door. He means too much to the city. He means too much in that locker room. Um, but God damn it, are they handicapping him? And I think that you know there are people who tell on themselves that critique his passing as like with broad with a broad with a broad brush, right? Like you can put together a low light reel from Pat Mahomes last year if you feel like it. There's plenty of absolute garbage he put on tape last year. Uh, if you want to, you know, kind of make that case. Um, Lamar Jackson, because of his athletic gifts, I think is an easier target. And so more people are doing that. And so there's just a louder cacophony of, um, you know, this cacophony. guy can't throw um, when, in, you know, then I think that's completely unfair um, because he throw he, sh he showed, at least in my opinion, some highs in his ability to process decision, make and execute from the, uh, you know, from the pocket last year that were showed growth. Um, and, you know, his growth was maybe stunted because his athletic gifts were so unbelievably good that he could cheat his way to successful footballs, you know, successful football plays, even without having to kind of go through and do the full progression that a quarterback has to do when he was a younger quarterback. And now he's kind of going through the growing pains and getting the, you know, both elements up to this, up to starter level. And, you know, if, and when that clicks, look the, look the fuck out, but, I don't know that it's happening when he's throwing to Rashad Bateman, Devin Duvernay, and James Proshi. And that's what drives me absolutely crazy. That's, yeah, that's still where I'm stuck. Like, maybe it's like, all right, Bateman, we believe in him inside the organization. He's going to take a big step forward. He was a stud in college. We have a good quarterback, a good line. Like, he was injured part of the season. He had a groin injury. Like, we think he's going to be a bona fide wide receiver one in this league. All right. That means, like, all right, Devin Duvernay. All right, he's a slot guy, middle of the league. Like, that'll work. But when you have a project, second-year project that you're hoping uh, to be your wide receiver one who's coming off an injured season and you have a, just an okay slot guy, I guess you, you're saying we're punting because we have an all-world tight end. Like just to not do anything at wide receiver three or at depth feels really weird. If you're trying to, you know, get the most out of Lamar, and it was something we really were nice about this team. We said, "Hey, this team was great. Roman was great about, you know, fitting a round peg into a round hole and not doing the opposite, which a lot of teams do." And just like, "Hey, we're making Lamar Jackson a pocket passer, or worse, 
we're making a wide receiver. You know, that was <laughs> there was that was floated around before he was drafted. So I've I've always been happy with what the team's done with him and until now. And yeah, it just doesn't make sense. So I'm I'm not gonna sit here and ponder what I don't know or can't know about how they feel about him, but it, it doesn't feel good. No, I don't I think that's it. I think that's what holds this team. If this team with like one more good wide receiver is like this team's upside is stupid high. Yeah. Because you know what? I don't, they, I they don't have, mind. They have all pieces all over. I think the Ravens have fucked up here. I don't think Lamar has. I think the Ravens had the opportunity to give Lamar $1 more than Josh Allen when Josh Allen signed that contract. And then they would have been, they would have been done with it. Now Lamar wants Deshaun Watson money. Now it's festering. Uh, now it's festering. And the Ravens have set up Lamar in a way that if he does not, reach expectations this year other teams who are desperate are where they will still give him a lamar contract they surely will <laughs> and i think i mean i'm watching a deshaun watson contract and so i think lamar has probably made the correct gamble him on himself but the you know the uh the ravens i think have screwed this up more more so um and i guess what i mean by you know like, like think about like a team like tampa bay Right. Let's say Tom Brady retires after this year. They're given they're given Lamar a a Deshaun Watson contract in a heartbeat, aren't they? The team like the Panthers. Panthers is so desperate for a quarterback. You got you got plenty of plenty of space on that. Yeah. The the uh, let's do a percentage thing. What percentage do we put? Baker was just hurt and his feelings were hurt and he didn't like Cleveland. And he has a resurgence where we go into the 2023 season and say like Baker Mayfield is the unquestioned starter in Carolina because it worked out well enough last year. Feels like 15%. That's, I was going to go 20. 15 is fine. 15. Yeah. That feels like the highest, highest I'm going to go on that. So yeah, Carolina's, there's always teams in the market. Seattle. Seattle's in Dude. the market. Seattle, Seattle has a couple of good yeah. wide receivers, guys. Guess who else is in the market? Uh, Detroit's in the market. Uh, you got... Uh, Minnesota um, might be in the market. Minnesota might be in the market. Washington Commanders are in the market. Um, the New York Giants are going to be in the market. You know who would look great in the Brian Dable system? Lamar fucking Jackson. <laughs> like, honestly, send him to New York. <laughs> just, that's the funniest part, too, is he, he had to like come out and address him liking a social media photo of him in a different jersey well who did lamar remember that? oh oh, oh. he had, he so had to explain thinking, like so he's thinking like oh, well no he had to explain like those else. are my favorite teams when i was a kid or you know okay, okay. buddy i know okay. i don't read too much into that shit it's not the there NBA, there are numerous very good landing spots for lamar jackson if he walks away at the end of this year which means he's going to yeah, get what I'm, he wants at the end of the day anyway and I think nobody's going to look at his we- performance nobody's going to look at his performance this year and judge it one way or the other because he's been set up to only fail. only not set up to fail but just like there's only one side of the distribution in terms of how you perceive lamar jackson after this season it is he did better than i thought he would considering what he has to work with <laughs> like there's no other side of that coin i don't think right? Like Tua, there's another side of that coin where if he doesn't give you production with considering what they put around him, then you are, you know what you got, right? That's not really the case here. You know who wasn't terrible? Tyler Huntley. 
Yeah, well, maybe if, if the Ravens want to go down that path, it, well, that's the thing. If, if you want to be a defensive team, yeah, that runs the ball, yeah, which is which is brings us maybe to our next. Oh point. God, I feel I just need a shower. No, no, no. After this this, this brings now. us this is Andy. This brings us to our next point, which is the age and injury concerns for everyone who's good on this. Basically, roster. all the players. Basically, who are everyone good. who's good. Everyone who's good is a red flag. Well, except Lamar and his red flag is he's not under a long-term contract. <laughs> right. So players right. are leaving this team through the attrition of injury, age, or yeah. just not being a member of the team due to contractual obligations being yeah. fulfilled and taken care of at that point. But yeah, yeah, like you have a young receiving core. That's <laughs> <laughs> good job. But wait, wait, I'm gonna do my hand quote receiving core. Receiving guard. That is air, Bate, air quotes yeah. around that for sure. Yeah, Bateman, Bateman, <sighs> Duvernay, and Proshi. Patrick sure. Queen. Patrick Queen's not that old, but he's also. Oh, he also sucks. He's not like, living up to his first round yes. uh, billing. <laughs> Your two corners are not that young, and they both just got badly injured. Congratulations, somebody... everybody! Everybody falling all over themselves that you that you stole Kyle Hamil- Hamilton in the draft, and you stole Tyler Linderbaum. Both guys already huge question marks. For performance and injury. Yeah. Um when healthy, Linderbaum was a, a nice spot. Um, they also got that at who's the didn't they pick up somebody that fell due to injury? Uh the Mich yeah, the Michigan linebacker. I don't think um Ojabu, I don't think he's like healthy yet, is he? No, is he the one that on, blew out an Achilles? The, yeah, he's on the IR. Yeah, that if was he, one of those. If he plays like, this year, will be a surprise. Yeah, it's um, one of those. He did that. Like, oh, he did you... that on his pro day. So March, I guess yeah. Cam Akers came back. Yeah, that's that's what it was. So. I'm, I'm like, God, yeah. you'd think you would come back because it's been a while. Yeah. Um, the the offensive lineman they drafted from Minnesota, um, he's enormous. Like, yeah, I don't know, a bit bit of a raw project there, but if you can get his foot, Daniel Folele. Yeah, he's three eighty. If he's an ounce, dude, you're down the depth chart too. Like, (laughs) no, I'm I'm, I'm saying, like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, let's put a final draft. You got got a nice defensive piece because he fell to you. He just can't play this year, most likely, or, you know, maybe, maybe in the playoffs. You got a raw tackle who's enormous, but he's raw. You got a bunch of older pieces. And then, yeah, like your, your two top picks were really, actually, I was high on them when they picked them, but. Yeah, we're already looking at some uncertainty on those. So a lot of uncertainty issue. Uh okay. <laughs> Linderbaum will be good if he's healthy, I think. I okay, that's fine. Uh your best defender last year, because of all the injuries, was Tyus Bowser. He's on the IR right now. Um your other good name defenders, Clay Campbell is thirty five. Justin Houston is 32. Um, the general kind of who's who of amazing offensive linemen you had, Ronnie Stan- Ron, you know, Ronnie Stanley, if healthy, is a top five tackle in the NFL. No mm-hmm. clue what state of fitness he is in right now. He missed the entire season last year. All of it. Um, he, yeah, game one been a, was injured. Been a long time since we saw Marshall Yanda. He's retired. Uh, now and his absence changed sort of overall the strength of that 
offensive line significantly. Uh, so your starting offensive line is a question mark in Stanley, Ben Powers, Tyler Linderbaum, who we said is a rookie at center, Kevin Zeitler, and Morgan Moses. Kevin yeah, Zeitler Linderbaum was has a cast off. Frank injury already. Like, Linderbaum he's been has a playing Frank, through yeah. Liz Frank. Yeah. For, Ze- like, Zeitler, apparently he played through that for his whole senior year. Zeitler couldn't catch on it with the Giants. Morgan Moses couldn't catch on with the Jets. Like, this is a bad offensive line. It's bad. And they could be coached up, and it may not matter. Um, but what are we at now? Bad wide receiver core, bad offensive line, all universe head end, and a bunch of running backs that aren't very healthy. Uh, that TJ, doesn't matter. Does not. It doesn't matter. They could put. So, they could put you at tailback with me at fullback, and we we you would. Right. I could I could get you to twelve hundred yards in this system, Drew. You just need to learn the plays. <laughs> like they, they plugged in garbage. The run scheme is good enough. I don't think the running backs matter. I'm way more worried about the the offensive line. I feel like it comes together to be at least okay, just because that's the identity and that's where they're able. They've always been able to coach that up. The defense is fragile, um, but it's still you have some high end pieces that they haven't aged out quite yet. So this is. I think out of the two teams, and I did say this, I said I have Cincinnati and Baltimore very close in both my power ratings and where I project them to finish the season. I have Baltimore slightly lower in the power ratings, but I have their schedule easier, so I have them winning you know, games more easily. And okay. I, I so, think they are more fragile, though. Like, okay, like well, you said, we have a... If this we offense... Have a, you're good. Yeah, we have a problem here is like if this, you know, if this wide receiver core isn't a problem, because honestly, like it's not worse than last year. Hollywood Brown's fine, but he's nothing special. He, how many plays did he waste by dropping balls? Like he dropped more balls than anybody. Honestly, I don't think this is like some massive downgrade. You still have your best receiver on the field, you have all your running backs back. This offense is better than it was last year. If this At the offense end of the is if above, healthy, but okay. they're still fragile all over the field. And again, if, if if they if they have, you know, it's one of those things where they had all this crazy luck in coin flip games and weird situations where they won eight games as a team who lost like 270 combined adjusted games to injury. If they lose half that, I don't think they get to eight wins. Like they just that wasn't sustainable. That was a weird year, like you said. It's that the those two things didn't jive. Like they weren't actually some eight win team. They were a team that kept games close and got lucky a few times. So, okay. it, so it, Andy, it, if if they sustain half of the injuries they did last year, this team might win six or seven. In the time before Lamar Jackson went down last year, most of the injuries were on the defensive side of the ball. Would you agree? Outside of Ron Stanley, Staley and the three running backs. Okay, I mean, but, really, the, the two biggest injuries on the defense are just the corners. That's big, though. <laughs> that's, that was yeah, I mean, strength. your, your yeah. two starting corners is super important. People do like to throw the ball. And, yeah, in cluster injury or cornerback is bad. Um, but through – And your first-round draft pick. Yeah, up, up and through Lamar going down, this was the 18th-ranked offense in the NFL out of 32. If this offense this year stays healthy and exceeds – League average, it will be entirely because Lamar Jackson is a superhero. 
mm-hmm. and no other reason. Because I think that's the rest, where, because the rest of this roster, his expectations, the rest though. of this offensive roster is garbage. I and would, we need to keep stop saying that. So <laughs> it's very, not very good. Okay, well. Let's see how good he you is. He's got triple coverage in every freaking game. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not like people were scared of Duvernay last year. And oh, whatever. Even Hollywood. Is. It's not like Hollywood was drawing. I mean, you're going to draw safety yeah. help if you're going to roast the Jets week one happened. and you can do a victory lap and then we'll see how it goes from there. Um, but yeah. the uh, no fun, fundamentally, this offense, their ceiling to me is like in that 18 to 16 range. And the expectation is lower than that. Uh, yeah, creepy, and the defense over the halfway mark is going to be a yeah, win for this. And, and the defense is good, but old and fragile as fuck, which means that I do not understand why this is a team that is expected to compete with the likes of the Chiefs and the Bills and the Chargers and the Bengals. Like that is this is the 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 uh, the market has gone way, way, way too far in the direction of this team being elite and it is just is just not there on paper and i will i am one of the biggest lamar jackson fans in the gambling space i think is i would guess uh you know i'm in the i'm in that at least in uh you know the top five percent you know top five percentile um and it would make me extremely happy to see him succeed this year and elevate this team and take them on a run but the odds are against him. I will say if there's a spot they're not fragile and thin at, it is probably the defensive secondary. Not only because they have some decent backups, they drafted a high-end safety, but like some guys got some extra, you know, guys got extra reps last year too in a system that has always produced high-end defensive secondary pieces. So uh, they have decent backups there, but yeah, like your your defensive line's a little old. That's not great. Your market rating right now is the eighth best team in the NFL. Your market offensive rating is the ninth best team in the NFL. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Your defensive rating right now is top five. That can only go down because of injury. That can't go up. This is a team that is overrated by market, and the correction will come. I hope they make the playoffs. I will cheer for Lamar out of just fandom every top opportunity we get. But I'm not getting tricked into betting on these guys any which way, at, especially at these currently grossly inflated prices. Just gross. These prices are gross. What if Odell Beckham signs? Seems like a good fit, but he's coming off of so, second ACL. Yeah, I mean, it would be we're talking middle of the season kind of stuff. Yeah, let's see the schedule. Let's look and see if why a, uh, does not move the needle for me. Sorry. Doesn't move it enough. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, Emmanuel Sanders is he healthy? A lot of blue on this schedule, Andy. A lot of games with their favorites. A lot, and that's the thing too. Like, I'm not high. I like putting them as a top ten offense is silly. I don't have them there. I have them, you know, in the teens on every, well, the defense. I'm fine with that rating, but you're right. It's not going to tick up. Best cases, it stays static, but I don't have that offense that high. That said, you're playing a bunch of teams. You get the Jets, 
you play Miami without having to go to Miami. I'm not super excited about the New England um, experiment right now with their offense. Buffalo's a loss. Um, Cincinnati's probably a loss. You match up that, super that, poorly. That secondary. Yeah. That secondary. Just and again, they were there were some injuries there, but Humphrey played half of the season, if not a little more. Um, hum- Humphrey, I think. 10 or 12 games. Humphrey's oh. going to have to, he's got to do some image repair after what, Ch- what what Jamar Chase did to him. Yeah. Uh, the Giants can win that one. Cleveland, you get Cleveland early at least, but then well, once. Tampa, New Orleans, Tampa, New Orleans into the bye away, away. Yeah. Tough, um, tough, tough. Tough, tough into the bye. Carolina, who knows? Honestly, their strength is their wide receiving core. If you keep your cornerbacks healthy, I'd like to see Lamar, or excuse me, Baker come up and do anything against that team. That's a good matchup for them. Jacksonville is still juries out. We like them, but there's a high volatility team. Denver, you don't have to go to altitude. And then away, away, two division games in a row, away, away. And one is after after Watson's had three or four games to get his feet under him with the offense. That's not great. And then probably win-win. And then hope i mean as a like a if you're being the fan the true you know i'm a big ravens fan i want to win this division you're hoping that game is for the division but realistically you're hoping since he's resting players again <laughs> that's the thing go look at card. go look at all since he's yeah. all since he's stuff like since he did didn't play their starters in the last game last year they didn't have to no no, they still covered. <laughs> they still yeah, covered. Hope, yeah, you kind of hope that's. I know I forgot to mention that we said they covered their last eight games. Like one of those <laughs> games was like a, a Ryan Finley game or God, yeah. is that their backup? Uh, Cincinnati's backup QB. I think he, I don't I remember. Think he got traded. I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't remember who. Uh, oh, they only I'm have. One, that up they only have one quarterback on the roster. Did the Vikings did that too? They got rid of everyone but uh, Kirk and uh, Mull- I think Mullins is on the. Still. They got Jake Browning on the practice squad, so presumably Jake Browning is elevated to something. All right, January 9th. So four and thirteen. Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen. Somebody in the chat probably already said it. Brandon Allen started that game that they uh, covered. That they lost. That, yeah, they covered damn near one. Um, a lot of advantage travel here, so you have that going for you. Um, but boy, like these coin flips are crazy. Um, I agree with your general rundown of wins losses for the most part. Uh, I think you're going to really struggle against the elites of what's the furthest they fly New Orleans. Uh, yes. Looks like it. I mean, you get, uh, Jacksonville's kind of, no, it's New Orleans. It's gotta be New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. No travel. You're not traveling. Right. Two year away games are in the Meadowlands, which is right up the, I almost said Turnpike. That's not the right highway. I did learn where Wilmington was. Right up the 95. Oh, by the way, I... The Delaware and the New Jersey Turnpike gets you to... That gets you to the uh, Meadowlands. I was reading... I was reading some... I was trying to click into an article to read some wide receiver thoughts, and I hit the paywall. I always get mad when I hit the paywall anyway, but I got extra mad because it's the Baltimore Sun. I had flashbacks to what they did in Season 5 of The Wire. But... uh, (laughs) It just wasn't my favorite season, and those shit heels down there made me mad at the media. But yeah, those are those are pretty close. Tampa, New Orleans is is rough, but like Pittsburgh, Cleveland, 
Cincinnati, those aren't big flights. You don't have a lot of bad travel spots at all. And then you have the one big ass rest disadvantage against, I th- I'm assuming Jacksonville is yeah, going off their bye there. Yeah, that's got to be it. Not that bad. Um, Someone's bringing up the Serena match. Yeah. Uh, Noops has been to the US Open a couple times. If you guys don't know Noops, he's our tennis friend for sure. Um, I mean, they rigged the draw for Serena. He he said, yeah, he said it's the noise coming from, from Ash was just nuts the other night. He's like, you can hear it anywhere you were in the area. It was it was wild. So yeah, Contevay she is up was, five so two. Contevay was an absolutely ideal uh, opponent for her in round two. Rodina um, almost got another. But Rodina just lost. She almost got another one. But Samsonova, to- I need I need Samsonova to close this out in two uh, big time, bigly. Please. Um, and also, it looked like Karen Hatchinoff was going to be our first straight set winner on the men's side today, but he choked and Montero took the third. And so we still have yet to have any men win, man win in straight sets today. Everybody wants to go play in the heat. Um, <laughs> all right. I mean, thoughts. Well, let's go. I mean, let's look at the there's a lot of paths where this team wins Ten. just as many sure. games as yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah. Because sure. it's not that bad of a schedule. Sure. Sure. Pittsburgh has a similar easy schedule for travel with a worse team, but I also think um, it could go poorly though. Yeah. Fragile team. A worry. Super Worrisome. Bowl 20 to one. Uh-uh. AFC plus nine fifty. Now uh I think the AFC North price of plus one forty five is is crazy to me. My number is closer to two fifty. Um most of my equity is with the Bengals, some of it is with the Browns. Um, to make the playoffs, yes is minus one six fifty six. No is plus one twenty eight. No is really enticing. Regular season win total ten and a half. Under nine and a half. Alt under for the Ravens is really a tough. Like that's the one that I've been staring at for a while now. Like these numbers are inflated. There's a bet to be made. There's EV betting against the market on this, and I think the alt under is the way to do it. Uh, I don't like to do it because I don't want to be like cheering against Lamar this year, but um, it's there, in my opinion. What do you make of that? Yeah. I'm pretty Ravens agnostic as far as betting. But that's just it. We knew that those numbers were going to move in the Ravens' direction, and we didn't bet it, which is basically the same as making a bet against yeah no I, I made a bet that the number would still be within reach when they traded for a good wide receiver and i just i don't know in my head i said they can't not <laughs> the vikings made more of a move to fill in for ola bc johnson <laughs> than uh the ravens did to try to shore up this so i don't know i don't get it yeah, yeah, I'm not betting any of these. I'm I'm fine with yours. I don't. I can't push back enough to talk you out of those. Those are okay. They're fragile enough where I'd, I'd go so far as eight and a half under. I agree with that. Betting keep, plan of gotta, attack. Yeah, beef. You gotta, pork you gotta find. You gotta find ways to sell high on this team. And maybe after they nuke the Jets, but I haven't bet that game. I don't know that seven is weighable. I don't think that the Ravens are teasable either. What are you going to do about Jets Ravens? Anything? I'd love the Ravens as a teaser team. Dude, Serena I don't care. is going to break to win, huh? Yeah. Wow. The old sexy. 
It's wow. a Kelly Carlson. It doesn't really matter when it's to win. It's not a sexy so, to win, though. It's not a but sexy. It's better, to it's better than right trying out. to serve it out. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Um, Gontavike hidden handle the heat of the uh, court of the crowd and the uh, yeah, get out over three to win. On to round three. Amazing. She played really well in the first round too. She trucked. Contavite uh, did. Contavite yeah. did. Yeah. Um, I thought. Like, anyway, I all right. So betting betting plan of attack. Yeah. Serena is, uh, can beat Tom Lianovic. Not current Tom Lianovic. Mm, I'll take that bet. She doesn't scare me. Another match point. I, I mean, come, come on, Sam. Like Ludmilla. Ludmilla is just teasing me here. Teasing me. One, two, three, four. This is number four. Um, all right. So, betting plan of attack. Betting the, plan of attack. Yes. Save the market. A, t- a team who right. plays defense baby. and runs the ball against a worse team is my favorite type of favorite to bet down, especially even on the road. Even a road, road oh, favorite. So you are, are you going to tease in week one then? Maybe. I'm not going to avoid many teasers this year. You're gonna you you like I'm you like a many. you like a teaser like that says Lamar Jackson has to beat Joe Flacco. <sighs> Joe Flacco revenge game. I really do think Flacco plays that game. It doesn't do sound too. like Zach Wilson. I, I don't even I don't be close so to ready. And so. honestly, like if Zach they put if they tried out a, a bum wheel Zach Wilson, that's even better for your teaser. Yeah, you can't tease nine and a half. I suppose you could, but no, I mean it's. It's a nice teaser leg, I think. I'm I'm probably gonna put it in there with one. And I like I said, I will not be avoiding teasers this year. I'll be playing lots and lots of them. Match point number five. Let's fucking go, Lude Miller. Jesus Christ. What'd you lay three and a half or the two oh? Both. Ah. All right. Well, that's that is it. Um again, thanks to our sponsor, Circa. Ooh. The circuit contests. I'll be out there again next weekend. Maybe signing up for more. Uh, cool. Might be doing a, a survivor with a group of friends, which is a fun way to do yes. it. Yes. Get into any of those. No overlay, or excuse me, no rake. Lots of overlay. They just crossed the halfway point for getting rid of the overlay on, I think, the survivor. So there's tons of overlay left. We are eight days away from football. 10 days away from our first Sunday where it actually closes. Um, we're going to do our quick, you know, rapid fire recap episode next. Uh, we'll, we're going to record it this week because there's a goddamn holiday guys. We're going to release it next week. And then also we're going to start with our, I didn't really talk to you about this at all, Drew, but we'll start with our previewing a week on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of you guys are in the discord. Uh, most of you guys follow us on Twitter. If you have any suggestions for that, we don't really ever talk about the format. We just, I don't know, we just came to the assumption, let's do what we've always done. We've made small changes over the years where we've said like, hey, there's a game that we both don't want to talk about. Should we just do it real quick and 30 second handicap on these? But yeah, if there's anything you think's missing from those or anything you'd like us to touch more on that you like, just Twitter us, leave it in the YouTube comments, hit us in the Discord, let us know what's going on. I like it. Because I'm more than happy to um, do it. Chop it up. Chop Chop it it up. up. So I will see you. Enjoy your holiday weekend, guys.